stop me if you've heard this one. A man at a conference walks on stage with an empty glass and blows everyone's mind with a visual allegory of how we prioritize the different elements and stressors in our lives using sand, pebbles, rocks, and water. It's one of those things that's a little hokey, especially after hearing the story a gazillion times, but it's like many hokey things kind of true. Today, we're talking about how to prioritize what matters most for your communications plan. It's very effective. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together, we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome to this episode of the Spin Sucks podcast. I hope you're enjoying listening to the show as much as we're enjoying creating it, although it is a lot of work. If you are, there's something you can do to help us grow, and it's really easy. Just tell someone about us. Growing a podcast is all about who you know and who you might think would find this interesting. So choose your favorite episode. I'm kind of partial to the I Hate Squirrels one. And send the link to someone in your industry who you think will enjoy it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now on to our regular scheduled programming. Let's talk about rocks. If you haven't heard the rock story, here's the quick version. If you have an empty glass and you fill it with water, you can't add anything else without it overflowing. If, however, you start with rocks, then you have room to add pebbles, sand, and then water all around those big first rocks. The glass is your life. The rocks are your priorities. The glass can also be your communications plan. They're the big things that you really need or at least should get done before anything else. If you want a fuller version of the parable, we have a link in the show notes. It was by Stephen Covey, or you can just go to the Google and Google Stephen Covey rock parable. A rock might be a client relationship, your internal systems and processes, a new venture or campaign, or anything else that's going to help you or your client's business grow. These are the critical factors that are going to ultimately make the difference between success and failure. It's pretty easy for most of us to identify what the rock should be, but it's considerably harder to actually prioritize them. They get pushed back because they're not on fire or they're not urgent and maybe because they're large, multifaceted and complex. So we get caught up in dealing with the pebbles, with the water and with the sand in our companies. In our communications plans, this can look like spending more time on engaging on social media than reviewing your global metrics to see if you're you're on target to hit your goals. Or maybe it's more about managing client expectations and handholding them versus pushing for implementing new campaigns. You know what I'm talking about. If you're squirming in a, a bit in your seat right now, don't worry. You're definitely not alone. The Spin Sucks community feels your pain because they know your pain. Here are three to talk with you about it. Reading comprehension is something that I've struggled with for as long as I can remember. I've always had trouble making sense of the words that I'm looking at on a piece of paper. And that also filters over into my ability to write in a coherent manner. I remember in high school begging my parents to be tested for some sort of a disability, but this was before the time when uh, learning disabilities were really sort of well understood. So even when I took standardized tests, I always bombed them. There's actually a funny anecdote where I couldn't pass the entrance exams into grad school, but I was able to talk my way in instead and demonstrate that I deserve to be there. 
one of the techniques that I found helps me get past this is actually reading something backwards. And so if I'm given a contract or a document to read, I actually start at the last page with the last paragraph and read them in reverse order. It sounds a little weird, but it's always worked for me to help me better understand what it is that I'm looking at. Once I've done that once or twice, I can read the document in the correct order and understand what it's saying. I have to do the same thing with PowerPoint presentations. I have to read them in reverse order in order to fully understand them. I've come to realize that I'm truly a procrastinator, which has only been made worse because I work remotely from my home office. And because I work alone, I can easily distract myself when I have a problem or a question. No one asks, I'll put a load of clothes in the wash. If I'm hitting the wall, I think the puppies might need a walk. Hi, this is Paula Kiger. Have you ever let something really tiny get in the way of achieving a project without last minute freakouts? I did. Back when I was in graduate school, I had a job coordinating student activities for a leadership group, and I had to put together a retreat. Afterward, my supervisor asked me to put together a manual for the next person who had had the job, describing the procedures and the various lists that went into it so they wouldn't have to start from square one. Instead of getting started writing about something I had put together so I knew it very well, I put off the project because I couldn't decide whether or not I needed to put the pages in sheet protectors. In another job I had, the procedures were in sheet protectors, and in my mind's eye, that was the sticking point. This was before we had email and that type of thing where I could ask the boss really quickly or goodness, ask her to her face. I guess that's a timeless option. I was thinking, gosh, we're at a big university. It's probably hard to do the procurement process. I'm not sure how we're going to get sheet protectors. I did not get started on this project for that sole reason. The result was I had much less time to do a good job on the project and much higher stress than if I had just started writing and answered the sheet protector question later. The procedures would be what they would be, whether I had them in sheet protectors or not. There's my story. Stay tuned for the solution. I have my own pain too. We all have day-to-day challenges with getting bogged down in the small stuff. I'm as guilty of it as anyone. If I'm overwhelmed or overly tired, I definitely will go to responding to emails or scheduling social media or engaging on the SpinSucks Facebook page or maybe even taking a nap, although I probably should not say that out loud. And before I know it, an hour or two has passed and I've not accomplished anything. But an even better example of allowing the small stuff to get in our way is this very podcast. It's been on our list for years to do, but I kept pushing it back to the back burner. I already co-host Inside PR with Martin Waxman and Joe Thornley, so I know what a huge time commitment a podcast is. Plus, I was convinced that no one would listen. I guess I've sort of been proven wrong about that. So while I knew it was a good idea and it's something that my team has been gung-ho on for many years, I let all of those reasons get in the way of launching this podcast five or seven or ten years ago. Shame on me. It's totally understandable, but ultimately ineffective. 
Fires are always going to happen and there will always be issues, errors, and emergencies to deal with. You can make excuses until you're blue in the face. Pretending there won't be 7,500 reasons to not do something doesn't do any good. But even though you don't know what they're going to be, you can plan for them because they happen and you protect your big rocks. Here's how. At the beginning of every quarter or month or project, whatever makes the most sense for how you arrange things, you need to decide on what the priorities are going to be. Don't choose too many. They need to be the big meaty issues that are going to help you reach your overall goals. Choose two or three. I reached out to the SpinSucks community on Facebook for their best big rocks, and here's what they had to say. Robin Laning said, launching our newly redesigned website at the very end of quarter three, beginning of quarter four, complete with a plan to actually get our members to write content on a regular basis for our blog. That is gigantic, and getting members to contribute content even bigger. So we're going to check back in with her to see how they did. Terzia Landsberg said, we're starting a digital magazine and corporate podcast series. As we know, podcasting is not easy and it's a huge time commitment. So I'll be curious to see how she does as well. Jill Manti said, we're expanding to a new market. Well, we're technically returning to an old market that we left for a while and starting the process of implementing a new business operations model. The operations model is probably an 18 month process. So it's going to be our big rock for a long time. Amy West said, we're working on a new website. Woohoo! It will go live at the end of the month. Greg Brooks, Greg, Greg Brooks, sorry, buddy, <laughs> wants to reduce reliance on client retainer revenue. And Christopher Penn said, showing up at Jenny Dietrich's house so she can cook dinner for me seems like an achievable goal. Chris, you show up, I'll cook for sure. Once you've decided on your big rocks for the time period, they are set in stone. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> crack myself up. <laughs> Making sure that you're working towards and accomplishing them so you can make more of a difference for your clients and your business versus immediately addressing every little thing that comes up. You're probably thinking, well, Jenny, that's easy to say. But when emergencies happen or crises happen, we need to address them right away. That's true. Yes. Especially in a client service world. It is hard, but it's also a habit. If you know that your time to work on the big rocks is sacred, you get used to dealing with the other things around the big rocks. In most cases, a little issue really can wait until the morning without anyone losing a leg. Emails don't need immediate responses and shiny new ideas can be added to agenda, the agenda for your planning meetings. Another strategy for keeping on top of your big rocks is to build buffer time in around them. Schedule more time than you need for big projects and important meetings. If you plan to work on everything else you have in your desk in less time than is truly available, you'll be able to meet your big rock commitments and still have additional time for the little fires and exciting ideas that come up in the day-to-day -day course of work. Here's how the Spin Sucks community has solved their big rock problems. One of the ways that I've been able to work with my issues with reading comprehension and understanding text is to actually admit it out loud. Once you tell somebody, it becomes a lot easier to deal with. And so the first person that I really admitted it to in my professional career is now currently my business partner. He's been very supportive in helping me work through um, finding ways to better read and write more complicated documents. One of the things that we do is we actually sit down uh, every week for about an hour, we pick a couple of topics and we just talk through them and record the audio. After that conversation, he'll send me the transcript and I will use that to edit down into actual content. 
I find that editing natural conversation and language has actually started to strengthen my writing and my storytelling. Having the Spin Sucks community virtually on my desktop is like walking down the hall to ask someone for some advice. I really feel like I have counterparts I can lean on. I asked a question the other day and got six responses with great resources in about 10 minutes. This is Paula again. When we last talked, we were exploring my delays on a project because I got hung up on a superficial piece of it. And instead of just starting, which would have made a lot of sense, I got stuck on whether or not it would need sheet protectors. It seemed like a stupid question. It seemed insurmountable. It just turned into a hurdle that didn't need to exist. And the solution was clarifying with the boss, even though it felt kind of silly and stupid, and getting started. My advice to you, if you're the kind of person who gets hung up on these kind of things, and sometimes we get hung up because we are afraid the project isn't going to be as perfect as we want it to be in our heads, therefore we just don't start. But my advice is tackle that hesitancy to not start, tackle that fear that gets in the way, and just ask your burning question about the sheet protectors or whatever the equivalent is that's keeping you from getting started. Because it's much more fun to dig into a project when you have ample time than it is to squeeze it in at the last minute when you're stressed out and end up maybe producing something that isn't your best work. So the piece of advice is ask the question. And here's how we did it. It wasn't until my friend Christy Curran said, I have someone who can handle the time part of your podcast and make it lots easier for you, for you that I finally gave in and said, fine, fine. So thank you, Christy. And thank you, One Stone, Stone Creative. They are the reason this podcast is here. Even still, we were supposed to launch in February and I kept up with my excuses. First, I wanted as many episodes in the can as possible. Then I wasn't sure people would pay attention. Then we had Memorial Day in there, so we couldn't launch it then. Then I hadn't had enough time to recruit launch ambassadors. Then, 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 and then. Finally, in June, we got it done, and I am relieved. I definitely was proven wrong, and it turns out I'm just a big sissy. But it's still pretty scary to put yourself out there, so I do understand when you feel like you have to respond immediately to text messages and emails and Facebook Messenger messages. Ooh, that's fun to say. Facebook Messenger messages? Hoo-hoo. Make room for your big rocks by scheduling time in your day for them. And then let those other smaller things fill in around them. You'll be more productive, you'll get bigger things accomplished, and you'll break a very bad habit. The most important thing to remember about starting to prioritize using the big rocks theory is that it's going to take a couple of tries to get it right. It sounds really simple, but that doesn't mean it's easy and you are going to need to put some effort into making it stick. Review your progress regularly and keep note of the things that push you off track. Eventually, it will become just another part of how you think about and plan the work you need to do. We would love to hear what your big rocks are, so find us on Twitter at SpinSucks and let us know. While you're there, tell us what topics you want to cover in a future episode of the Spin Sucks podcast, and if we choose your idea, we'll bring you on the show. Next week on the Spin Sucks podcast, we're getting therapeutic. I'll catch you then. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 